Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. You've probably heard me say before that the most important pieces of living your human design and aligning yourself are your strategy and your authority, which are the two most important components of your entire chart. They're the ones that really change your life. And maybe you've also heard me say before that even if you just knew your strategy and authority and followed those things, you would actually end up living according to everything else in your chart without even needing to know it or even figuring it out. And sometimes the simplest, most important, biggest concepts are things that you hear so much you kind of get like, okay, I get it, strategy and authority, strategy and authority, strategy and authority. But I really want to share how mystical these things are. These things obviously have very technical words, so they don't sound like, oh, it's like bringing in the mystical through your body with angels coming down and shining on you and, you know, and I don't really talk woo-woo anyway because I'm really like a nerd at heart and the thing is is that science and art and magic are not separate things. They just have different languages and ways of expressing truth with a capital T. And so what strategy and authority really tells you, and just to recap if you're new here, your strategy is the way that you're designed to use your energy to quote-unquote manifest things in your life, make things happen in your life with the most ease and flow because you're doing it the way that your system and your energy is built and the way that your aura, your energy body is meant to attract and create and give and receive. And your authority is your specific intuition, the way that the mystical unknown forces of life guide you and speak to you through your body. So on the basic level, we talk about it like, okay, well, for you, it's your gut that's supposed to be making your decisions. Or for you, it's your emotions that are making the decision. We talk about it like that. But another deeper way of describing it, because there's so many layers in human design, and you could write on and on and on and speak, there's not enough time to speak about every concept in here. But when we're glibly saying it's your gut that speaks to you, so listen to your gut. What we're saying is that there's a part of us that is human, that is all the cells and the skin and the hair and the organs. And then there's the other part of us that is the ineffable part, the part that is the divine within us, that moves through us, that we can access, that guides us, that creates all these physical building blocks as well. And so the way that we connect to that mystical force, which is available to everyone, no matter who you are, is through a specific way. And that way is your authority. And what I find so amazing about that is it's so practical. It remunerates so much when you do it 
But when you're first starting, you almost don't trust that it can be that simple. But when we make it so complicated is when it doesn't happen for us. If I say to you, you know, you can ascend as a human being if you get the blood from three different widows and mix it in this and this and this, it sounds glamorous, but it's just not it's just not egalitarian. It's not how life would build it because it wants us all to have the same level of access. Life is unfair in many ways, but it is so equal in the fact that we all have control over our own thoughts and we all have access to the divine and we all can choose our behavior. So this access to the divine is the most equal we can't even do anything to fight for more rights on it. It is the most equal and always will be equal thing that has ever happened to us. And so if you know the way that your access points can get um, more strongly connected, let's say, then that's how you open up the ability for things to your life to be like, oh, I didn't know how this all of a sudden just happened, or it was an overnight sensation, or it was when I least expected it that this happened or, oh my gosh, I'm so much more gifted than I thought I was because what's coming through me is not coming from me. It's coming from a place that I can't quite describe. This mystical, ineffable, like I don't know how I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. That's what we all want because that when we're doing a things from a place of that is when everything just flows and you can't even really tell what you're doing, but your life is just this magical um, seamless uh, unfolding of events one after the other that you've never really had control over. You just always knew that it was what you kind of wanted and you don't know how you got there. And that's because you've made that connection to the mystical ineffable force and given that the driver's seat rather than the mind. And that's why, you know, sometimes I'll say to you like, Taylor, where, how did you think of that? And you'll go, I don't know. It's in those moments because you've resigned the the control the reign of your own genius of your own life to the part of you that knows better and in you that's your spleen and the combination of every gift inside you and um you know for everybody it's something different you have said to me before that wisdom lives in the body um and we've talked before too about how this, there's this concept of like channeling where people think where you're saying that we have an equalness to our ability to connect to the divine, mm -hmm. but we often will see people who we see as, you know, channeling and we're like, oh, they're special. Mm -hmm. They can actually hear God or whatever they say they're connecting to. Mm -hmm. But in a way, our strategy and authority and our mechanics, and when I say mechanics, I mean the gifts and the de definition inside of us and the way that we are designed is our connection mm -hmm. to the divine and it's how we channel, but it's not coming from this very obvious place. It's coming from like inside our body. Mm -hmm. So in a way, all of us channel in that way. Mm -hmm. All of us can channel. Um, and as much as you think that what you're doing is coming from, it's like when you learn to drive, you have to learn the cogs of how to drive and then it becomes second nature. It's like that. Channeling is just bringing in divine energy through your body and I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast before but 97% of our DNA when scientists look at it is currently what's being classified as junk DNA because no one can figure out what it does and um, you know one of the big sort of spiritual understandings is that that junk DNA is the DNA that is actually pulling in light 
So actual light, like physical light. I don't mean light, like beautiful, divine, whatever, but it's obviously, you know, the same thing. Like we are fed on light and we are bringing in light. And so we're made up of more divinity than anything, you know, physical or tangible or anything like that. And so, again, if you struggle with the woo of like, yeah, we just, you know, here and we chant. It's like, no, no, it's actually built into, like you said, the mechanics. It's like if everyone has a different car that they get to drive from life to death with, what does your car look like? And how do you use the gear shift properly? Because then the car will just magically work without you pushing the car physically. Mm. What most of us are trying to do is push the car from behind. You know? Literally <laughs> with our minds. That's when we're trying to figure out our life with our minds. We're like, well, I don't know how to use this car, but I do know the basic way to get this car to move is to stand behind it and push it. Mm-hmm. And if someone comes along and says, no, no, there's a different way to be actually like driving, but also enjoying the ride. But like some cars are automatic, some cars are manual, like let's learn which one you are, because that's how you're going to know the rules of how you get from your A to B. Yeah, that really is your design. It's mm -hmm. your mechanics, the car that you're driving. And for example, I've ta told you this example before where there can be a million brain surgeons. Okay, let's say a thousand brain surgeons. But there'll be, there's always going to be like the standout people where there's some some other element to what they're doing. And with and some people would say, oh, they just studied harder or they just knew the information more and they're better at brain surgery. And it's like, no, that's a combination of that person's probably design mechanics, the way that they channel or Ha, maybe they have strong instincts or they're using their gut in surgery to kind of make decisions that truly their mind and all the information packed into their mind could never give them an answer to. Mm -hmm. It's like that in the moment combination of those things mm -hmm. that makes them an absolute genius at being a brain surgeon. It's like those people that you see that are at these insane levels of skill in something. Mm -hmm. There's always... Mm. And I can go on out on a limb here and say there's always some element of mm -hmm. their mechanics being absolutely perfectly plugged into whatever skill set they're applying mm -hmm. into. Yeah. And there's a there's a part of them that is present, but there's also something else coming through when they're doing that. And like you said, I love the example of a brain surgeon because it's not necessarily like it's easier for us to see, oh, you know, Chris Martin on stage or Dolly Parton composing a song, right? Mm. But it's harder for us to say when a brain surgeon looks at a scan, it tells him a story. Like I remember my grandpa used to say to me, when I look at someone's accounts, it tells me the whole story of the business. Like there's plenty of people who that just wouldn't talk to. You could learn about what this means and how much this amount does that and blah, blah, blah. But there's certain things that just sing to certain people. And that's because our mystical side is engaging in some way, right? Yes. And we were just talking actually about when I think a couple of years ago when I first took your training, I remember hearing the information and knowing that it definitely landed for you differently. And that when you looked at a chart, there was more than just the information there for you. Mm -hmm. And so when I first learned, I was like, okay, I have the information, but a chart didn't speak to me. Like mm -hmm. it didn't land for me. And we were just joking that, oh, I had to play it out in my life. I had to find the look at the charts of a lot of people in my life be able to look at that chart look at that person and feel what it felt like in that person mm. watch it play out in their life and I've been able to kind of piece that together and now when I look at a chart 
it speaks to me in a way of I can feel what it feels like because I go, oh, well, Jenna has the defined emotion and she has a defined ego or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know what that feels like because that's what Jenna has. And then I like piece it together in that mm-hmm. way. It's not like a mental thing that happens. Mm-hmm. It is now a sense for me. Mm-hmm. But behind that sense is all the logic and systematic backing up of evidence mm-hmm. that has brought me to my my sense to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. Because I have like gift 17, so I'm more, I have to back things up with facts. Mm-hmm. I have a 3-5 profile, so I have to see things in real life in order to learn them. Mm-hmm. And so the way we understand a chart is so different, mm-hmm. but I now look at it and I understand mm-hmm. what you mean by it speaks to you. Mm-hmm. It, but it's totally different how we channel the information. Yeah. And it's, there's a beautiful um, combination coming here together that you're speaking about because on the one hand, we are the divine. And on the other hand, we are not, um, we shouldn't be playing God, right? So we have a piece of the divine within us, but we also recognize our own humility. And where this comes in here is like, yes, you can be the best songwriter in the world, but part of being human is also learning the rules of the game. And so you have to know how to describe notes. You have to, or write sheet music or whatever. So there's a Yes, you can do anything, but you also have to honor and respect this, um, you know, the rules of this reality that we live in. And what that's, um, what's so good about that is that going through the process of applying your channeling is the part that transforms you, Mm -hmm. is the part that makes you a better human being. The fact that you have challenges when you're trying to bring it out. The fact that you have to go through maybe some learning or apply a new skill or find someone to help you with something or ask questions or dive deep or whatever it is. How that up levels you as a character in your own being in the way that you show up in the world. That's the real gift. So there has to be rules. I think a lot of the time we think the new world is like, oh, just think something and it can magically happen overnight type of thing. We actually don't want that. We need, as human beings, we need the process. That's part of life. And so, because the process is the magic that transforms you and makes you a better human. And that's what we really want, right? Is to have the light on the inside so that, yes, if something does happen to you suddenly, you're not then freaking out that it's going to leave because you know you're at the level of a type of human being that can always attract more. That whatever you attract or whatever you create is going to be at a different level, right? So that's why we are part divine, part absolutely not playing god right <laughs> and we re- we we respect that top part of us because that's part of what made us sign up for this game and that's why you always say to you can't look at a chart and say someone's going to be a brain surgeon Mm-mm. your chart's not going to tell you oh you're meant to be a singer even taylor swift's chart doesn't mm-hmm. go oh this person is mm-hmm. her purpose is to be a singer mm-hmm. but it's you say it's the combination of the things that you're interested in mm-hmm. and then applying your gifts in your way and your mechanics to that thing where we are approaching the exact same topic mm-hmm. of interest mm-hmm. in a completely different way. Yeah. So when you find the the things that you're interested in, whether wait, last week you had this amazing example about dragonflies that I swear I'll never I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. You said um, 
that is someone who's super interested in dragonflies and gets super interested in dragonflies. Maybe they'll, you never know what that interest can take you to, but maybe your mechanics is the one that's able to see a new technology from the way that the dragonfly bats their wings. Mm -hmm. And then that is what skyrockets you, but you would never know that your interest in dragonflies and the combination of that and your mechanics is going to lead to X. Mm. Same with all of us. And think about the tragedy of the tragedy, the very tragedy of what, how that could have not happened if someone had become a doctor because their parents told them that that was the only thing that would basically gain them respect from their parents. Like how much the world misses out. And this is why I say like everything you do is going to help the world. Like it's not about being Mother Teresa. We kind of understand what it's like to be different, but I can't even tell you, no one can tell you the amount, the spectrum, how much it can widen of how different we can become because we just haven't explored those, those edges yet, those heights, those that width, that, that amazing capacity. And so to tell someone that their chart is a singer, like think about the reality that even though that sounds amazing, that's a tragedy, that's limiting you. What if there's something that is so much more fulfilling that no one even knows yet because you just, there's no use case for your life. There just isn't. So us looking at where reality is trying to, is going to take us, that's not the current reality's role. It is totally ill-equipped to tell you what you can do with your life. And ultimately you have to decide that it's going to be you and the part of you that's divine that is going to lead you there if you listen to your strategy and authority, don't try and push the car from behind. Go on this adventure of a lifetime to see where you having a connection to something that is so much greater than anything that physical reality could ever lead you to. Between you and that thing, could you be the best team that was ever um, better designed to give you a life that is just beyond conception of what you could think of in your mind for yourself? Right. And we use the word channeling because it's just like the best word that we can think of. But it really the probably the common understanding of that word would think about this coming down from the ether kind of channeling things. Mm. But I want to reiterate that the idea that I said before where you, you're saying the wisdom is coming from our body mm -hmm. when you're channeling from your mechanics. Mm. That's the key. Yeah. And everyone, I think, has experienced that at some point where something just moves through you. Yeah it moves through you think about those words they're correct it's like you don't even you're not thinking it it's it's making you do it almost mm. and I also believe that when you felt that before you've kind of recognized it as a trustworthy system you know you're like oh I don't know it just moved through me but it whatever and everyone has different ways that life let's give a, a like another example of that like I have an idea of one go on so like when you asked me a question you said that at the beginning mm -hmm. where you'll be like well what does this look like Taylor mm -hmm. I'm not thinking in my head logic like I'm not like trying to think about it I feel in my body okay there's something that we're working on for the app mm -hmm. and my skill set is structure and strategy mm -hmm. that's part of my skill set mm -hmm. And what comes naturally and that's what my mechanics do mm -hmm. without me being involved in the process. And so you'll have these concepts that you want to present to the world and mm -hmm. you'll go, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. 
and I sit it in my body. Mm. I let my mechanics do the thinking. That's mm-hmm. the only way I can think to describe it. Right. And then it's delivered to me in an instinctive way. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. It's an instinctive voice because mm-hmm. that's my authority. So that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. That is my form of channeling. Exactly. Exactly. And different people, every gift is a potential to channel something. Mm-hmm. Your authority is the biggest potential to channel something. So you have to really just go at the slowest pace and go with what gifts are drawing you to, what gifts you're currently working with, what you're trying to strengthen, whatever. But it does always come back to if you are listening to your authority or your specific intuition, that's when you make the you like throw the rope to the divine and it can kind of, you know, speak to you. You know, that's when the radar switches on and it says, okay, we made connections made. We can start speaking to her, you know, or him. And the reason why it doesn't feel that great is also because when you first start doing it, it's probably on small things. So you're like, okay, whatever. And, you know, we were talking about the fact that it's so funny because when you first come to human design, you read over the quick things and they don't sound glamorous. And we're like, oh, you know, your ego says you've got that down, you've got that down. Whereas actually every single spiritual truth, like the basic, basic ones never change. It's more about the fact that can we remember to apply them to every single possible situation in life? Because, okay, you've got it down in this one and now there's a new one. And that's where we uncover more heights. So that's where it really does come back to strategy and authority because where does the robber meet the road? Where does the human and the divine connect and convene? It's inside you. It's not up there with the angels and you're, you know, going up and visualize, like all those things, I respect them so deeply, but real like, um, you know, funneling divine energy through you happens in your physical reality where the robber meets the road, when you're writing the song, when you're I think about Melissa Wood. Um, shout out if she's listening. She is. We love she you. Says she listens to every episode. <laughs> when she's like, oh, I just don't plan my flows. They just come through me intuitively. And that could be someone else's, someone else's intuition could be like planning them, right? So it's right. not necessarily that that's right for everybody, but it's that, it's the channeling. It's where in your real life you have this specific gift from the divine and we all have different ones and so we all have a different if we mush all of us together we're the perfect picture of the whole um what the divine is right but we all have fragments of it that's why we can't play god because we're just a fragment of the light and so whatever your specific fragment is is where you channel yeah and that is why we do have i mean you've probably heard us say that everyone has access to genius levels Mm -hmm. of something Mm mm-hmm that it's because if you're playing with your, if you're not playing with your fragment, mm. then you're not going to iterate as a human genius. Mm-hmm. So your strategy and authority is the thing that is directing you to your fragment mm-hmm. so that you can see yourself as a genius. Yeah. Because if I tried to be, um, I don't know, a fashion person, I can only get so high. Because it's not your fragment. So pushing the wrong car. Literally pushing someone else's car pushing someone else's like, car. get out of the way, get out of the way. oh my that's gosh so and l- that's another conversation oh is like how much your misalignment is blocking someone else's al- alignment taking up space like you're places. pushing someone else's car they don't mm-hmm. even get to ride in their car i know it's so true that's a good that's a good extension of that analogy and we've spoken about before like how much of a favor you do i think it's in the alignment is contagious episode where we talk about not taking up spaces that 
are actually reserved for other people, mm-hmm. they can't ever access them. So it's the same principle, just different yeah. ways of saying it. And honestly, we always talk about how saying the same concepts in different ways is what helps us mm-hmm. because you these things are so deep and so layered and so complex that like we can talk about a thousand different ways that they that they come in. But I do think that channeling is your strategy and authority. Your strategy and authority is what will make you channel even if you're not knowing how you're going to do it. And everyone else's is different, whether it is the accounting, whether it is the dragonflies, whether it is the teaching of flow, whether it's you doing the logic and the and the structure and making spreadsheets in your head without even thinking about how to make spreadsheets in your head. And I could go on and on and on. And so again, for me to say only one gift is insane. Like the gods are laughing in in delight at how cute we are as humans to think, (laughs) to think so small, you know? I know. 